Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, welcome back. Now time for On The Pace at around about 20 minutes to 11 on a Sunday morning. And it's a very good morning and Merry Christmas to you. Fred Hastings. G'day to you, Richard, and uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, compliments of the season to, to all. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh the year quickly winding down, uh, of course, we've got the last of our feature races uh, pretty much in terms of uh, open-class horses coming up tonight uh, at Bathurst, uh, where, of course, the running of the Shirley Turnbull Memorial will take place. And I thought it would be opportune to catch up with the Bathurst Harness Racing Club's CEO uh, after what has been a, a difficult year at times, but I would dare say successful year for the club. And Danny Dwyer, the CEO, joins us on the show this morning. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Fred. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm well, and compliments of the season to you as well, and uh, all those up there at Bathurst uh, in the Harness Racing fraternity. What a, a big night it is. You think Bathurst Harness Racing, and you immediately think Gold Crown, but the other flagship race, and one that has endured for so long, that the Shirley Turnbull Memorial run at Group 2 level, and you've got a cracker edition today. Yeah, certainly have, Fred. As you said, it's certainly... One of our major events for the year outside the Gold Crown Carnival, and unfortunately, uh, the Shirley Turnbull Memorial has been run for a long time now with Shirley's unfortunate passing back there in the late 80s, and it was first run in 1987, and uh, it's been a great race all that time, and uh, there's been a lot of success with the Turnbull family in that time as well, and uh, it's a race that they really like to uh, compete and win, and um, certainly uh, over the last few years, uh, Luke McCarthy's dominated the race and, it, and that's the strength of the race now with the Group 2 prize money and it's certainly another great race tonight with a number of runners backing up after the um, Inner Dominion. Absolutely. Well, we're just on the Turnbull uh, family, of course. Uh, Steve, uh, son of Shirley, is represented in the race. Uh, his son, Mitch, in turn is driving. Uh, Amanda Turnbull's got uh, a couple of runners in the race and one in which she's driving. Then you've got uh, another of Shirley's granddaughters, uh, Hannah Rickson, driving in the race. So there's strong family representation. And as you say, it's a race that the family love to not only participate in, but uh, it's even sweeter when they can win it. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, it's been a race, uh, I know, you know, talking to Steve over the years, he's always loved to have horses in the race and you know, always supports the race as well with a number of, of these locally trained runners. And as you said, this year is no different with um, so many local runners. That just creates so much uh, interest in the race as well when you combine that with the uh, horses that are trained in the metropolitan area and some of the uh, the best horses trained in the metropolitan area also to Fred make the trip up for well, the Shirley Sample on, on Boxing Night. Yeah, well you've got Mac Dan of course who was beaten a wart in the uh, consolation of the Interdom and it then came out and won so it's probably going to be one of the toughest to beat but then you've got horses like Ego Dan, a few of the other ones are in, in good form from Amanda Stable so it really promises to be a great race, Danny. In terms of, you know, we sadly lost the legend, uh, AD, Tony Turnbull, earlier this year, and I'm probably uh, jumping the gun a bit here. Uh, the club, are, are there plans down the track to perhaps run uh, a feature race to honour the, the late, great Tony Turnbull? Yeah, certainly. Um, we've had some discussions with the family over the last few months in regards to maybe looking at combining this race tonight as um, Shirley and AD Memorial race, but AD was quite emphatic um, prior to his passing that this race is always going to be just Shirley's race and the club mm. is more than happy just to honour Shirley tonight and also find a race probably during Gold Crown Carnival is what I'm, what I'm thinking and, and what the club is thinking too to uh, 
to honour honour AD during um, one of our major meetings of the year, and I think that's something that we'll talk closely to the family about, you know, over the next couple of months, and, and certainly put on a great race uh, for AD during the carnival. Terrific. Now, uh, of course, Bathurst played host in the recent Inter Dominion Carnival to a, a night of heats, a round of heats. Successful, I'm uh, assuming, just based on what I saw, but from uh, from your perspective as an administrator, you were very happy with how it all played out. Yeah, it was just a great, it was a great night, Fred, and a great privilege for the club, you know, and, and the town. You know, with a population of forty thousand people, you know, to be able to host, um, you know, a heat of the um, you know, Dominion, it's something that, as a club, we we never thought we would be able to do that, and you know, it was great to see Harness Racing as well as and Club and Angle involve, you know, regional centres and Bathurst get the first opportunity to do that, and. Um, I think added to that, Fred, was that the high representation of locally trained runners uh, that were in mm. the Dominion as well just created that much more uh, interest. And then also it was very easy to engage the community and, and people in Bathurst at that time because we had the Bathurst 1000 on um, that week as well. So it was mm. um, yeah, certainly a great a great week. And then obviously with the, the history of the Inner Dominion with the success with Hondo Grattan and Smooth Satin, you know, it's just an easy um, promotion for the club and you know, really pleased to be able to host it and was glad that the um you know the, the series went well and yeah really looking forward to maybe the opportunity in a couple of years time to do it all again. Absolutely, because the bars that night, I mean, I, I you could feel it. There was a real a real electric feel about the, the atmosphere of the track that night, and everyone was buzzing and everyone was happy. It was it was just one of those nights where it was almost like the the locals were were so appreciative of the chance to see these super horses compete at that to, uh, top level and. And it just uh, you know permeated its way right through the race track. Everyone was on a high. Yeah, definitely. I think too that just the, the format of the three heats in the final just generated that much interest with everyone. You know, to come and see these horses had to compete three times in a week and then back up into the final. Yeah, it was just a return to the good old days, I guess, Fred. And it was something yeah. that was really appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, the flagship race for the club and has been for. for several decades now is the, the Bathurst Gold Crown Carnival and it's it's just continued to grow in stature on the on the racing calendar. It's been a checkered couple of years because uh, two years ago uh, we were in the midst of, uh, you know, crowdless final because of, of COVID and then earlier this year we had crowds back but some of the social elements had to be curtailed. Uh, now I know things aren't looking flash in New South right now but but, you know, hopefully come March, uh, you know, things are a bit different. The carnival itself this year, bigger and better? Yeah, certainly. And, and one of the, on the back of COVID, I get the opportunity to, not not to reinvigorate things, Fred, but just to create a little bit more interest. You know, the club's made a decision to increase the prize money for the Gold Crown and the Gold Tiara up to, from 100000 up to 110000 and also... Um, to tip a little bit of extra money into the uh, consolations, the gold consolations on final like two, they've been increased to thirty thousand to fifty thousand. Just a just a way of trying to, you know, that COVID sort of held people back a lot, as, as everyone knows, an opportunity there where owners haven't been able to travel interstate, we haven't had horses come from interstate maybe for the last couple of years due to COVID. So hopefully this can generate a little bit of interest, and if things you know get back to a little bit of normality over the next few months, it we might see some, some more numbers paying up. And the numbers are really strong at, at the moment and we're really happy with what they are. But just trying to create a little bit more interest and, and try and return as much prize money as we can to generate um, more interest in the carnival and, and try and get some more horses paid up and make an attractive race, particularly early in the year for, for the two-year-olds um, yeah. now that the calendar's changed a little bit as well. Absolutely. The sale date? 
Carnival date will be Sunday. The first Sunday, the carnival starts on the 16th, so the, the uh, sorry, it's on the Wednesday. So the gold crown sale will be on the about the 20th, 20th. I think, from yeah. 20th, yeah. Is it? yeah, Sunday the 20th. Right around and, that time, yeah. Yeah, really looking forward to the sale again. And, um, numbers were good last year. I think we nearly grossed around about a million dollars from the sale last year as well. So Gee. one of the highest ones on record and. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll get some really uh, strong lots this year, and um, it's, it's a really important part of the carnival, and also generates that interest in the in the carnival for the following year as well, when those yearlings get through to the to participating in the crown and the tiara. Mm. Mm, absolutely. Well, Danny, tonight we've got to get through that first. Great night of racing ahead. It's the Shirley Turnbull Memorial Group Two. Can you leave us with the horse you think will be hardest to beat? Are you sticking with uh, uh, Mac Dan, or are you going for a local? Um, well, I think of the best of the locals, I think from the draw, Bundoran is probably a, a great chance there from drawing inside the second row. And I'll probably go on a, on a little, move, move away from the favourites a little bit and go for Ruby Fatash. I think um, she'll um, run a pretty strong race there and I think she's about $7 this morning. So I think um, she'll be my tip. And Bundoran for uh, certainly each way all day, I think, with, with him as well. Good stuff. All right, Danny, well, look, appreciate your time on Boxing Day. Good luck for the race meeting tonight. Good luck for the coming uh, 2022 year and, and racing season. And uh, I'm sure you and I will catch up sometime in the, the not-too-distant future. Thanks so much, Fred. Good on you. There he is, uh, Richard. Uh, Danny Dewey, one of our top administrators in the sport of harness racing. And uh, uh, he's joined us this morning on On The Pace. And uh, that's another edition of On The Pace, done and dusted for a Sunday morning. Uh, good punting, everyone. And uh, Richard, uh, my last chance to speak to you before the new year. So best wishes for 2022. I hope it's happy, healthy and successful.